Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with a quick self-check episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening, so thank you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears once a week for about an hour or so, and I hella appreciate that. So I wanted to talk about something, and I actually did not, I didn't even want to stress my producer out with getting this audio to him late because the words did not come to me until after my own self-imposed deadline to get this stuff to him for production. But I want to expand on my episode yesterday about celebrating wins and how I believe that we as a society, we are starting to weaponize the concept of humility um, to hide traumas and to attack people or to push an agenda that is self-serving and um, usually is about destroying another person. And the reason why I say that is because I'm seeing a lot of stuff online, not in my own personal like circle, but I'm seeing it in general where people are using the term humble or humble yourself to attack people that literally are just celebrating a win and are not disrespecting or attacking nobody. It'd be one thing if you was out here talking about, yeah, ho, yeah, this, that, and the other. You broke this, that, and the other. Y'all can't afford a house. I can afford a house. Like, I can see if people were being disrespectful in that regard or tagging somebody or, or addressing a group of people or something like that. Um, a group like, a, like black folks or women or Latinx people. I can see if they was doing that. But while flexing. But a lot of times people are just doing simple, basic adult stuff, buying one house, one house, a modest house. And when I say modest, I mean like not even a mansion, like a three bedroom, two bathroom house. That's great. But folks are in their comments as if it's a, a, a mansion, an eight bedroom, whatever. Like it's like, what? Like they, they bought a house. What's the problem? They bought a house for their family so they can live. Like what's the problem? Or buying a car. Somebody buy a, a 2005 Honda Accord and people mad because it's an old car. That's not even your car. What you mad about? Like, what's the problem? They paid for it. It may be paid off or it might be their only car that they can afford. What is the problem? They want to share their win and we want to tear them down for it. Ain't like they, I don't, under, I don't understand it. I really think that the concept of humility is being weaponized to hide the real premise of attacking folks, people that are really just being pure and, and, and chill about their wins and not, again, not harming anybody. We're somehow making it about us and our feelings to where we feel like folks can't win no more. Folks can't be happy for themselves. Folks can't congratulate themselves anymore. Like, then it's, oh, well, if you want to celebrate yourself, you ain't got to do it online. Yeah, I can. Because that's, that's what I want to do. Now, whether you respond to it or not, that's on you. Whether you want to like it or not, that's on you. Now, mind you, this again, nobody tried to, to shut my wins down. Um, and it wasn't inspired by anybody hating, but I see so much hate anyway. I was inspired regardless. And then I was talking to my homegirls about celebrating their wins too. So I just got inspired to talk about this. And another example is, nah, I'm not going to get that man no promo because I really don't want him to get any more of a platform than what he has because he builds it on hatred. My personal opinion. He builds it on hatred. And I'm realizing that there, this man first even came across my radar. And I'm pretty sure some of y'all. Because he made it a point to be very extreme with how he handled a young lady that he was counseling on, I guess, a YouTube channel or something like that. Long story short, this woman feels like she makes a certain amount of money. Therefore, she deserves a certain type of man. 
This man, who we don't know none of his real credentials, I ain't seen no receipts for this man yet, and he's not that fine himself. And mind you, I like me an OG or two, okay? If you know me off this app, you know. I like an OG, you know what I'm saying? An uncle, you know, an older man, you know what I mean? I, older men can be super fine, and it is what it is. But this man was not. So it was just really ill and awkward and weird for me to see this non-fine man sitting in his chair with these little scented candles and this little whoopty brink, whatever he got going on. Go out of his way to tell a woman who thought highly of herself that she was not as pretty as she thought she was. You know how traumatizing that can be to be publicly humiliated like that in front of all them people over your looks, over something that ain't even permanent. Now, granted, he might have used it to prove a point. Some of y'all might have seen the clip and agreed with him. But um, imagine if that was your mama on that clip being disrespected by somebody talking about, oh, based on my opinion and then trying to hide it behind societal opinion that they're not attractive enough. To get the man that they should, um, that they feel that they deserve. I just think this is real lame. It's becoming like a blood sport in terms of how we deal with folks online. It's really turning into like people want to see the roasting. They want to see the dragging. They want to see, they want to see humiliation. And I think a lot of some of these men that felt the way that was super invested emotionally in what happened on that clip. I don't think it had anything to do with that woman herself. I think it had to do with the woman in the eighth grade that turned him down. The dime at the mall that did not stop to say hi. The person at the Red Lobster that gave them the fake number. The person at the movie theater who was with another dude after you thought you was building after you probably spent some money. I think a lot of them dudes was they was looking at that woman in that clip. And referencing it in their own lives to the women they weren't able to get the last word with. So since this man was able to light her ass up on the YouTube, they felt vindicated through that lighting up. That's what I think. And that's exactly what I mean when I say that we are, as a society and as a collective, we are weaponizing the concept of humility to attack people. And I think that's wrong. I ain't perfect, you dig? But at the same time, that's foul. The circumstances we in, if anything, we should be more in community but it seems like we just rather kind of get off on the little quick attacks because we have some unhealed trauma from a girl that don't want to be with you like this is some of the stuff we're dealing with i also see other times we may not have enough money to buy a house a person buys a regular three-bedroom two-bathroom house how are they flexing they bought a house one house i don't ever see this level of accountability in mass for the celebrities that be flexing with Rolexes, Range Rovers, mansions, cars, expensive trips in the middle of a pandemic. While basic, regular Americans that don't have that wealth do not have access to health care, money, or any other resource that can help them survive. Mental resources especially. So the energy be real foul. It'd be real interesting. And it's fake when it comes to like wanting to hold people accountable because they're not humble. We out here attacking each other like we all not dealing with the same circumstances. But yet your fave gets a pass for what? You put your fave in the position to flex on you with the with the flashy jewelry, the cars, everything else. Where is that accountability? If you're going to try to make the sister or brother a non-binary person next to you, be humble. Then you need to holler at the fact that you made rich that's out here flexing on your ass in the middle of a pandemic. I'm just being honest. When I say your ass, I mean my ass too. But then again, I don't really have hella faves like that that are celebrities. Because honestly, seeing celebrities flex like that in a pandemic is a turn off. Because they're going to always win to a degree. A one percenter win is like a, a person who's not a one percenter, like 10 wins. 
So if you're a 1% broke, you never going to be as broke as a person that's not in the 1%. 40 all to your name to get to two weeks from now. 40,000 to your name. Yeah, I know it's more money, more problems and things like that. But 40,000 could be considered celebrity broke. $40 or you broke, broke. That's real broke. So I don't know, man. I've just been kind of like really processing in the moment the concept of humility and how we really do collectively use that to hurt people that we, we probably should be uplifting. Again, if we feel in a way because a person has sat there and just said a simple quote, something to the effect of, oh, I'm so fortunate, all praises due, I'm so happy, or I worked really hard and I got a house, thank goodness. Okay, cool. Why are you mad? Now, they sat there and said, oh, look at you, broke hoes, y'all ain't got no money for no house. Well, whoop, then yeah, I can get that. They flexing. They flexing. But I think sometimes we have to check our triggers and check how we feel about stuff and figure out what's actually a flex and what's not. Because I think we are starting to lose the ability to emotionally detect what's really an attack and what's not. Folks is feeling the way because they're saying, oh, well, it seemed. No, what's in front? Now, I know subliminals can get a little tricky. I get that. But we're talking about basic strangers you don't know. That stranger don't know you. They're not trying to hurt you. They're not trying to attack you. Why do we feel ways about strangers we don't know that's winning? Or got a win to celebrate? I don't understand. Should they really humble themselves? I mean, the concept of humble really depends on the, on, on the source. Because looking at Oxford languages, if I was to look up the humble definition, I'm going to get three definitions. The adjective version. First one's going to be having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own, own importance. So if you want somebody to humble yourself, you want somebody to think low of themselves. Okay. Second, of low social, administrative, or political rank. Number three, of modest pretensions or dimensions. So basically saying something like he built the business empire from humble beginnings. Now, the verb version of humble, based by, uh, according to Oxford languages, is to lower someone in dignity or importance and decisively defeat another team or competitor, typically one that was previously thought to be superior. I think that society is moving out of the verb definition of the Oxford version of humble and not the Merriam-Webster, which is at least, you know, based on what I'm seeing. The definition of humble by Merriam-Webster, the adjective version, is to make someone humble in spirit or manner. Um, well, I'm sorry, this is the verb definition. I apologize. The verb definition is to destroy the power, independence, or prestige of. So I think we're moving as a verb society when it comes to humbling instead of maybe an alternate of uh, Merriam-Webster, maybe saying not arrogant or haughty. So like we're somehow attacking folks as if they're arrogant or haughty, but they might not be. And I think some of that stuff is because we're projecting. So the self check basically is in this case is did that person really attack me by sharing their win? Are they really flexing? And if I still feel a way about it, why do I feel a way? Is it really that person I got a problem with? Or is it that they remind me of somebody that is similar, that's doing similar things? Prime example, mental illness. Mental illness is a guy that I follow. He's a self-aware narcissist. He's currently seeking help and he talks about his journey with living um, as a self-aware narcissist and how he gets help and also recognizing things that he may have done to people um, and as well as helping others get understanding from his own perspective. But what I don't understand is he gets hate from people directly as if he is the person that they have a problem with. And I don't think that's fair. Here you have a person that is aware now 
Because sometimes narcissists are not aware. Some are, some aren't. So this man is saying that he was not, he was realizing he was hurting people, but he didn't know why until he went to a mental health professional and got clarification. So now that he has the mental health clarification, he can now be a better father, better husband by understanding himself a lot more and working to catch himself in the moment if he ever decides to go back to those type of ways. So he's on a path to healing, but yet other people are coming at him as if he's the narcissist in their lives. And I don't, I don't really think that's fair. But again, some can say that could be a consequence, but who knows? That's not for me to dictate what's karma to you and what's not. Um, but, but still, though, that's still unfair to paint somebody that's working to get their life together. Like, I would never address a man that I was dating like he was a man I had beef with that I, w- I used to be in a relationship with. That's not fair. That's not that man. That problem needs to be brought to that man. Not my ex. I mean, not my current dude that I'm with and I'm working to build with. That's unfair to paint him in the same light that another man did. They might do similar things or might give you similar advice, but they're not the same person. My smoke is with another dude. It's not with him. I mean, if I had any. But I'm just saying it's just certain things that we just do. Like even with like a, a person like we think, oh, she thinks she is. Do we know? For certain, do we think, do we really know if she thinks she all that? Do we really know if she thinks she's better than people? Has she said it? If she ain't kicking it like that, then that ain't her, that's you. And that's okay if you can actually admit that. But the question from that is, is what, we, what do we do from that? Are we going to figure out how to, how, to, how to curb that? Because I feel like all that's going to do is cause problems when it comes to having like relationships and, and connections with folks. And in times like these, we need some real legit community around here. So I just wanted to kick that to y'all. There's no, there's no moral to this. I'm literally processing this in the moment. Celebrate your wins. If I had a bottom line, that'd be it. Celebrate your wins. It is not your job to control people's triggers that you don't know about. It's one thing if somebody has told you something and they say, hey, when you do this, it makes me feel away. So, you know, and, and it's up to you whether you want to respect that or not. I mean, personally, if somebody had a problem with something that I've done and it triggers them, I would want to be more cognizant to make sure that I am not affecting their mental wellness negatively. So I may make some adjustments. Yes. But if there are people out there who we don't know, they are having issues we don't know about. It is not our job to manage our triggers that we don't know about with people we don't know. That job don't pay. Don't take that job. That ain't on you and that's not for you. That's for them. If somebody wants to abuse a definition of humble or use the the humble culture that we see now that's cute on YouTube and stuff to attack. That's not on you. That's on them. They doing it because they want a bloodbath. They want the drama. So it's going to be up to you as to whether you're going to give it to them. Up to me as to whether I want to give it to them. Especially my black women. Sometimes we get told we're too much. No, we might not be too much. You just might not be enough, boo. And that's okay. But that's not my problem. That's your problem. So you go figure out how to be enough for somebody else. Or you go deal with somebody who is shrunken down enough for you. Because we not compromising around here. No, baby, that's not how we roll. So bottom line, then I guess is I'm still processing through what humble culture means to me. And I think it's going to take me some years to really get a finalized opinion as we continue to go through this pandemic and the social media age. And as I get more into my studies and things like that. But my bottom line is celebrate your damn self because you can't expect nobody to do it for you. You are your best, your biggest, your most effective cheerleader. 
It would be beautiful to have a support system. And sometimes we have those, but other times we don't. And when we don't, we have to remember if we can't rely on nobody else to put the battery in our back, it's going to be us. It would be helpful for somebody to put the battery in our back when we aren't able to. But remember, somebody else in cheering for you does not make your win any bigger and it damn sure don't make it any smaller. It is just joining in with you as you do your thing. So clap, period, whether they join or not. So with that being said, y'all can find me on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at Spiritual Homegirl, Patreon at Spirit, no, Spiritual Homegirl, Clubhouse at Spirit Homegirl. My club there is Make Peace with the Day. I got the Homegirl shop at spiritualhomegirl.shop. The Homegirl text club, text Homegirl10, that is Homegirl10 to 81493. Tap in, boo-boo. We're going to start doing um, some stuff with the text club very soon. It's had a transition, which um, after yesterday, there is no more 0323 number. So I just want to um, let y'all know that, you know, we definitely have moved forward with that. And um, I think that is it for now. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure if I have more on this topic, I'll update because I'm still on the daily podcast marathon. So if you have um, also found another host to listen to besides Anchor, definitely love to you because I stopped using Anchor as a podcasting host as well. So we switched over. We're going to see what happens. Um, again, this is energetic December for me. So you know how I go in Gregorian December for some of y'all that follow that calendar. Um, you know, you start tightening up loose ends, start making changes. So that's where we at with it right now. So yeah, with that being said, y'all, I will catch y'all on the next episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself, and clap for yourself. Peace.